Hey everyone, my name is Michael, and this is the Trophy Review Podcast. If you're new here, which you all should be, this is the first episode, let me give you a rundown. So every episode, I will look at a PlayStation trophy list, uh, the good, the bad, and the, trust me, there will be many of these, ugly. Uh, this week, I am looking at a game that I just recently finished, finished as in air quotes because of a glitch trophy that will hopefully be fixed, and that is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is like the 50th entry in the Assassin's Creed game, uh, series, I think. Uh, but this one takes place in England and follows Eivor and his Raven clan in their conquest of England. Uh, the full list, including uh, all the DLC, has 62 trophies, 44 bronze, 16 silver, 1 gold, and 1 platinum. All this information is c- coming from truetrophies.com check out the site. I like to use it every once in a while. Okay, so starting with the base game, there are 51 trophies in total. I always think it's really funny when developers try to make it consistent across Xbox and PS4, and I guess probably you play as well, uh, because on Xbox there are 50 achievements. Um, But of course, on PlayStation, you have that platinum trophy, and that adds an extra one to all of them. The same thing happened with a future episode, Hitman, when there are 47, in quotes, trophies. All right, so running through the list, um, you have your basic Assassin's Creed type uh, trophies, the story-related ones. It used to be split in through, like, chapters. I can't remember the exact name of it. It was uh, sequences. That's what it was. It was sequences. Uh, So it used to be split up into sequences, but no longer. They're just arcs now. So you start off, uh, complete the prologue, leave Norway. Spoiler, you leave Norway. The game takes place in England. I think you probably knew that. And then it's, you know, the basics of complete this territory, complete that territory. And then keep working through that. And there are some optional places that you can do, like Asgard and Jotunheim. Uh, Those were awesome areas but i'll get into that a bit later and you go all the way through and complete the story uh, and then you have a few uh you know miscellaneous things like oh complete your first raid in england this is basically unmissable if you're playing through the game it forces you to do it and it's part of the story uh next up on the list is it's alive create a yums viking uh this is a mercenary that other players can hire i never did it really just seemed like something for the sake of just being there again going through the list it's kind of just you know the basic completionist type things complete a standing stone puzzle there are probably like 20 or so of those in the game if you're if you're running through the game for a completionist run you're gonna get through this same thing with the complete three Karen challenges this was consistently the most frustrating part of the game and going on youtube i feel like a lot of people had this as well like trying to find the solutions like everyone's saying like the developer who put this in the game needs a talking to and completely ridiculous some of them were really easy the ones in the beginning of the game it's like stack these three rocks a foot in the air other ones it's like stack these rocks taller than eivor and it was frustrating as all hell but not too bad to complete three all right next up is old school treasure hunt uh part of the wealth and collectible system 
is artifacts and these come in the the vein of uh, cursed artifacts um, treasure maps tattoos and i think the last one was part of a story that you would collect and put together um, and there were a ton of them but you only need to do five you need to collect all of them uh, we'll get to that trophy later uh, but you just need to finish five to completion to get this trophy uh, next up is Scotty's Hobby for a 150 uh, meter slide in the snow. This one was a bit confusing because there is a run and slide mechanic in the game, but that's not what they're talking about. In certain places, mainly in Norway, I don't think that you can do this in England. I didn't. Um, there's a mountain and it's pretty steep at points, so Eivor will just start sliding down. Um, the incredible PS5 trophies has a great guide on this. Uh, you just go to a place on the map and slide straight down. Uh, going on is a few, uh, few more uh, kind of just completionist trophies. Defeat one daughter of Larion. I don't know a lot about Norse mythology. I don't know if this is part of Norse mythology. Um, but these are just kind of boss fights. You beat the boss and you collect, uh, I think it was a dagger, and that helps you get something that we'll talk about later on. After that is the equine, equine attack. Assassinate an enemy for your from your horse. Um, most things I've seen is that people will go to the assassin's building, the, the guild building. I guess it would be the hidden ones bureau in your settlement and around there will be a few hay dummies in the beginning of the game you practice on these and they're set up around the hidden ones bureau in ravensthorpe and people just assassinated that one i don't obviously i don't think that's the way it was intended to be done but that's how i got mine the next one is silent viking assassinate 10 enemies in a row without triggering a conflict I love trophies like this. I don't remember if there was one like this in Odyssey. There was one with, like this in Origins that was so awesome to work through. Assassin's Creed at its core is a stealth game. I mean, it was. Um, now it's turned into more of an RPG. Some people hate that. Some people like that. Eh, I'm fine with it. Uh, but this one was pretty pretty easy to work through. I. I, the stealth isn't as hard as a lot of people say it is in this game. After that is Everyday Life, complete 10 world events. Part of your completionist run, they're split into three parts. There's welts, there's mysteries, there's artifacts. World events fit into mysteries. Mysteries will be like the world events, uh, the flighting, the rap battles, and uh, a lot of the fights. So like fighting the animals, fighting the... Uh, the Dringer, the warriors with uh, Ragnar Lothbrok. Lothbrok. Uh, it's that type of thing. The world events, you're going to complete 10. If you're, I feel like even if you're not doing a completionist run, you're going to do 10 because you're going to need to level up. They give you around like 1,200 XP every time. And the next one is Overdesign 2. Overdesign 1 was not hard. Overdesign 2, for me, was not difficult, but it is a very annoying trophy. It, it goes back to the days where 
trophies were a lot of miscellaneous things. Like, kill a certain enemy in a certain way. That's exactly what this is. While on fire during a fight, kill three hard difficulty soldiers without breaking their shields. Now this description is so deceiving because there's a hard difficulty in the game. I don't think it's called hard, but when you have different difficulty levels, you can't say three hard difficulty soldiers because that's just confusing. What it means is kill three enemies that are like a hundred power level above you without breaking their shields and you gain power levels every time you level up your giant skill tree every time you invest a skill you gain a power level so when you think about games like destiny or uh, marvel's avengers your power level is has to do with your gear it has a certain number and it like takes the aggregate or the average of that and that's your power level in this that's not the case your gear has its own stats like your armor can block this much, it, your evasion is this, your damage is this. Your power level in this game is how many skills you've acquired. And at base game, I believe the cap was 400, and uh, and we'll talk about uh, that in a little bit. And then it, I think it's up to 430 now with Wrath of the Druids, and it'll probably increase even more when uh, the Siege of Paris comes out. But for this one, uh, a lot of people. What a lot of people did was there were these shield bearer enemies where you could not break their shields. It was impossible. Uh, some soldiers carry around wooden shields, and one strong attack would just shatter that shield. Um, so a lot of people would take the shield bearer enemies, and I don't know if the trophy description has changed, but. From what I remember, when the game first came out, you weren't allowed to break conflict. I don't know if that was part of the description at all, or if maybe it's just how you earn the trophy. Um, you can't break conflict, and for some reason, like that resets it, but it doesn't tell you that. But yeah, that continually online, people were like, this is the trophy that besides the one that's coming up this is the one that i'm like not dealing with to get the platinum and the next one which is completionist all the way this is the other platinum breaker not because it's difficult not because there's a ton of stuff to do in this game but because this game is the buggiest assassin's creed game since unity and it's not buggy in the way that oh people's faces are disappearing Oh, these hundreds of uh, French people roaming the streets aren't there. No, it's buggy because certain things, certain mysteries, welts, artifacts just disappear. There are hundreds of things to collect in this game. And this is my platinum breaker. This is why I do not have the platinum trophy at the time of this recording. So to complete all territories, you have to simply collect everything sounds simple enough but as is the usual for some ubisoft games it's buggy you're not gonna collect everything without something just not working for me it was a mystery in hamptonshire i think that's for a lot of people right now it is currently july 21st and i've heard that this has been going on since like january of 2021 
this one mystery all you have to do is talk to a guy and kill somebody the guy will not talk to you he will yell at you he will say hey heathen repent repent while you still can baptize yourself whatever but once you go to actually talk to him speech bubble doesn't pop up and that is the platinum breaker most of your time is going to be sunk into doing this and sometimes it's just so disheartening when you walk up to something and you're like this is where it is i walked up to it it's on my map where is it what is the problem it's glitched great it, it's it's a very frustrating experience especially when you've put for my case i i if this had worked i would have put around 95 to 96 hours into the game some people put 130 some people put 140. I usually get through a games a lot, through games a lot faster than the like uh, power picks or PSN profiles or PSN trophies um, says. You know they'll give you an estimated time of oh Assassin's Creed Valhalla will take you 120 to 140 hours. I don't think it's gonna take me 30 to 50 more hours to do one mystery once they decide to fix it. I just don't think that's going to be the case. Um, but my experience with this trophy was... I love doing stuff like this. I love completing a game to the fullest, collecting everything. But this one tested me. Because a lot of the welts are hidden behind bomb bombable walls. And I didn't realize until 75 hours in that there's a skill you can get for your bow. An ability that you can get for your bow. You pull it back... You press the whatever button you assign it to, and it blows up the wall. Didn't know that. Would have been great to know. So I'm running around all these different places trying to find those oil barrels. I believe these were first introduced in Origins. And they had a trophy, I think, for killing a certain amount of people with those these oil barrels. And that one was annoying. Just grindy, you know, just a little grindy. This one... The amount of oil barrels I've picked up and had to carry and figure out, like, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. I enjoyed a lot of it. The mysteries were a lot of fun. The cow one in Asgard was hilarious. Uh, the squirrel flighting in Jotunheim, hilarious. All the flights were great. They were all really good. The cursed artifacts, I could take them or leave them. The tattoos. The tattoos were terrible. Remember the sea shanties in Black Flag? That's this, but on like all the drugs. Because the parkour system has changed so much. In Black Flag, you can only climb certain things. You can't climb everything in the early Assassin's Creed game. Starting in Origins, you can climb basically everything. Origins is a bit different because Egypt is a pretty flat area. But in Odyssey, you can climb anything. In Valhalla, you can basically climb anything. And you'll be like, all right, I have to go straight. I have to run across this rope and then jump on this building, climb up, jump, 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 swing. But, oh, wait, why did I jump this way? Why did I jump off the building? Oh, the tattoo's gone. And then you have to wait for it to respawn. You have to leave the area so it can respawn and then come back. A very frustrating experience, but I've everything done except for that one mystery, Saint Faith, if you have played the game recently, you know exactly the one I'm talking about. If not, 
Google it. You don't have to, but it's it's a very annoying bug. It's the last thing I need to do before I get my platinum trophy. And under that, moving on from that uh, rant, is row rage. Ram and destroy five boats in under two minutes with your longship. This trophy, if you just looked at the trophy list before you bought the game, you would think like, oh, this has black flag combat. This has Odyssey boat combat. It doesn't. I don't understand what the point of this trophy is other than to force you to use your longship. Once you get to England, there is no reason to use your longship. The fast travel points are everywhere. You synchronize a place, you can fast travel to a dock. There's very little reason to use your longship. I think I spent maybe half an hour in my longship after landing in England. Like in Norway, you need it. It's very, it's a lot of water. There's a lot of saleable area in Norway. In England, there is, there's a bunch of rivers, but like that's not really interesting. Uh, but for this one, there's no like, like England doesn't have ships. They have those little like, or boats like uh think of like uh in origins had the same thing but those boats in venice italy i can't can't remember the name right now those type of things and you have to ram five of those in under two minutes you can do this as soon as you get to england there's a great path right outside of your settlement that you could just row and break the boats five in two minutes not bad under that we're in the end game now Amazing Doctor Strange reference. That's a joke, by the way. Reach power 280. Um, I'm a, I, I don't understand why it's called we're in the end game now. It's not like you can... It's not like there's an end game to this game. It's a story-driven game. Again, it's kind of saying, like, in terms of Destiny or Marvel's Avengers, there's no end game. It's just a story. You know, it's not like you're running raids i mean you could but not in the same vein of like destiny or avengers like trying to figure out how do i like open this room or how do i kill this enemy no that's not what it is 280 you're gonna hit that probably before the end of the game i was well over 430 before i reached the end of the game but i don't know sure reach power level 280 reach an arbitrary number this trophy doesn't matter because there's one that comes later that I would say is more important. Like 280 is just a weird threshold. Maybe that was some threshold in the base game, but I took a long break from this game because the very first mission of the game <laughs> bugged for me back when this game launched, <laughs> which was hilarious. Uh, next is one of those classic do this random thing trophy. Run through 30 breakable blocks object it's called a picture of grace so for this one you have to unlock a skill on the skill tree that allows you to just like bust through these things and once you do that this trophy will come so fast you don't even have to think about it and after that are your settlement uh trophies builder reach settlement level three and home sweet home reach settlement level six builder easy trophy you'll get this without thinking about it you'll upgrade like your fishing hut so that you can fish you'll upgrade the hidden ones bureau you'll upgrade the the barracks or the seer's hut so you can go to asgard that'll come so easy now reach settlement level six that one's frustrating because there's a certain amount of raids in the game like big raids they'll have the double act like the axes crossed in red those will give you 
resources. But to upgrade your settlement, you need resources and supplies. The big raids will give you resources and supplies. But all the raids only give you enough resources, not supplies. So then you have to go and take the... Because there's two gold dots, two types of gold dots on that. The big one, which are your wealth, and the small ones, which are just random chests. And there's two types of random chests. One with supplies in it, and one with uh, iron and leather. I wanted to say resources, but that gets confusing. So one with like iron and leather, things to upgrade your weapons, not your settlement. And trying to find the last... Oof, I don't know, a couple thousand supplies was really frustrating because you would come up ac across a chest that you're like, oh, I don't know how to get to this one. You'll spend 10 minutes, five minutes trying to get this chest and it's not the chest you need. So then you wasted some time. You got to go find these other chests. So it's best to do this as you go along. Another one is a side quest story which is reaching Vinland, which is North America. Someone early on in the game goes to Vinland and then you go to track him down. That was a really cool quest because it kind of, it didn't feel like Assassin's Creed 3, obviously, because the time between this game and the Revolutionary War, the American Revolution, so long, but it was cool to revisit that. I thought that was awesome. Uh, next is home decor. Place an item on each settlement cosmetic spot. Kind of a whatever trophy. I could take it or leave it, you know? Just make your settlement look nice, I guess. Eh, it's okay. Not the Norse you're looking for. Again, this is the type of trophy that, like, brings me back to the early days of my trophy hunting where it was like, do this random thing. And I loved this one. Successfully pass close to a guard in a distrust area by blending in with a group of monks. The Star Wars reference, I love it. The actual trophy itself was a little weird because... They throw in these different gameplay elements that you're not really going to use much. Because the game isn't focused on stealth as much as it used to be. But they're trying. And I appreciate that. This one was pretty easy. I got this one very early on in my playthrough. Uh, face my might. Equip eight abilities. So the abilities work different than they did in uh, Origins and Odyssey. This one you have to collect your wealth. The Books of Knowledge. This will give you certain things like... Uh, calling in your raven to distract an enemy, which has been in the last few games, or calling in a wolf to attack an enemy, or shooting poison arrows. This one, pretty easy. You'll get this just to do a completionist playthrough. Uh, ultimate refinement is next. Fully upgrade and enhance a piece of gear. This one, again, it's pretty easy. You're going to collect resources as you play the game, and you'll want to optimize your gear. What Usually I like to use an axe, so I just used that, even if it wasn't my strongest weapon. I don't really like the two-handed weapons because I like the axe and shield combo. I ended up using a hammer uh, later in the game, but the shield and axe combo, that's what I liked. I upgraded those. And once you get uh, Thor's armor, you're going to want to upgrade that. That was my go-to. I thought that was the best in the game for what I needed. That's what I went with. Uh, another one, uh, back to basics here. Flying Eivor get thrown 30 meters by a destroyer or house Carl. These are the big boy enemies. Every so often, enemies will do a red attack, which you can't block, you have to dodge. One of theirs is they pick Eivor up and they just chuck him, or her, if you're playing as a female Eivor. They just chuck Eivor 
and you got to get thrown 30 meters uh, for this trophy. I liked this one. It was a bit frustrating because they wouldn't always throw you where you needed to, but I always think trophies like this are really fun. Beyond like uh, the, some of the, the old Uncharted trophies. Kill 100 enemies with this gun. Kill that. No, these are better. I think these are better. They're so miscellaneous. They're so much fun. Uh, twinkle Twinkle next is release a firefly in your settlement. Just like a completely random thing. I loved this one. It was so easy, so simple, but it was a really nice moment, a nice cutscene where he releases it. And then they're just flying around in your settlement, and that's awesome. Uh, and now we have a few completionist type trophies. Archaeologists complete all Roman collector challenges. That is part of the artifacts. You have Roman masks from when uh, Rome was part of, uh, part of England or like took over England and left their Roman masks. There's someone in your settlement who runs a museum and he uh, would very greatly appreciate those and give you to you back to the settlement, like decorating your settlement one. He'll give you decorations, Roman decorations for your settlement. Uh, the next one was actually my favorite trophy in the entire game. And I, looking at the trophy list at the beginning, I did not expect it to be this way. Orlog champion, beat all the Orlog players. Orlog is a dice game that I believe was specifically created for Valhalla. And I loved it so much more than I ever thought I was going to. And what was amazing was when I decided to do this trophy, they had just launched the Kickstarter for a physical Orlog game. And I was like, that's amazing. It was fate. It was fate. I'm not going to go into the the rules of Orlog, but in terms of uh, virtual, like in-game games, in-game minigames, this is probably the best one in all of the Assassin's Creed series. Not every game requires you to play them to get the trope, the Platinum Trophy. This one did, and Assassin's Creed 3 did. And I can't think of any others. I think it was only these two. Assassin's Creed 3s sucked. It was awful. I hated it. It took me half an hour. Just All you needed to do was beat it once. It took me half an hour. This took me, because there's a lot of Orlog players, it took me probably like an hour and a half to do all of them, but I lost one Orlog game. I think there's like 19 Orlog champions. I lost one, so I played 20 games total to get this one. I probably tried the Assassin's Creed 3 like game. I don't even remember what it was at this point. I probably tried that 20 times to win it once. Uh, good catch catch every type of fish using the fishing line so you can catch catch fish in quotes by shooting them with your arrows or hitting them with your axe and just picking them up but that will not count for this trophy you have to catch it with the fishing line which you have to build the fisher's hut back in your settlement i know there was a mystery to catch an eel so that someone could make soup yeah whatever and catching each type of fish now isn't hard i know back when the game first came out it was pretty difficult because I think the fish that you could only catch on the coast would disappear when the waves rolled in, which sucks, but they fixed it. Hopefully it's, it stays like that. Um, next up is full mastery. Spend your first mastery point. Back to the we're in the end game now trophy. Mastery, you achieve mastery for every time you level up. At base game, 400, but now it's 430. So why do you have a trophy for 200, level 280? It doesn't make any sense when you're just going to put another spend your first mastery point trophy in the game. 
So mastery points are split into three branches. The way of the bear, the way of the raven, and the way of the wolf. And each one does something different. So way, way of the bear does your uh, melee damage. Each one gives you health, but uh, bear, melee, wolf I believe is ranged, and raven is assassination. I might have gotten those two flipped. I didn't really invest in those two. But spend you, level up once after level, at this point in time, uh, 430, that'll probably increase. And you get this one. Is there anybody out there? Light the unlit braziers on Hadrian's wall. At the very north part of the map, there will be a wall. And reading this one, I thought it was going to be a lot more intimidating. There are 10 braziers, which, you know, are the little pyres of wood that are unlit. For some reason, when I first looked into this, I thought I saw that there were like 49 braziers. There's 10. This is a pretty easy one. Just run across the wall and throw your torch at them. You'll get this one pretty simply. Slam Master. Uh, complete all flightings. The flights are one of the mysteries in the game. They are the rap battles. They, that's how they were described by Ubisoft. They're more of like poem contests. So someone will say something to you in a rhyme and in a certain uh, rhythm. And you have to match that with an insult. There was one in the game that was like, do not insult me. Say nice things about me. And I thought that was a really unique take. I loved that one, I loved the squirrel, and I loved the one against Thor in Asgard. Flights were really awesome, and it actually uh, brought in a new gameplay element of charisma. You can level up your charisma every, like, every so often, every few flights you do, you level up charisma. And that unlocks new dialogue choices. So instead of, like, fighting somebody, you could just say, hey, why don't you get out of here before we fight? And they'll be like, oh, okay, all right, it's okay, man, don't worry. And that way you avoid the fight, if you want to. And it's a really cool gameplay element that's been in other games before, but it's cool to see it come to Assassin's Creed. And I have no idea how to pronounce this next one. Caladfulch? Draw Excalibur from the stone. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, so throughout the game, another type of mystery will be getting tablets. And these tablets have certain, like, basically, it's mostly parkour challenges, but three, uh, basically, mercenaries, or I think they were called zealots. So the mercenary system in Odyssey sort of makes a return, but it's not unlimited mercenaries. It's just a certain number of zealots that roam the map, and three of them will carry this as well. And then you go into an ancient Isu temple, and Excalibur will be there. You put the stones in, you draw the sword from the stone, then you have Excalibur. A pretty cool weapon. I liked using this one for the time. Uh, it's not a bug, it's a feature. Complete your first Animus ano Anomaly. Another mystery, you'll walk up, you'll touch a thing, and then you'll be changed from Eivor to Layla, the modern-day protagonist of the game. And you'll have to do a parkour challenge to unlock, like, uh, back in, I think in Assassin's Creed 2 they had this, where you would, like, scan the different, um, like, weird drawings with, like, Subject 16, I think was his name. And it would play a video of, like, here's what actually happened at the beginning of time with the Isu. I don't really care for the modern day story. I could take it or leave it. Most likely leave it. But a lot of people like it. And what was funny was at the end, there's 10 of them. At the end, it plays like a three and a half minute video. 
mine didn't play, so I heard all the noises, and I saw the subtitles of what was going on, but Layla was just standing there, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Uh, Seahorse. Oh, actually, let me skip Seahorse. The Hidden Truth is what you get after you complete that. So once you watch the video, even though I didn't watch it, you get a trophy. Uh, seahorse, swim a total of three kilometers with the horse. Your horse can't swim by default. You have to build the stable, then upgrade your horse. I would recommend doing this as soon as humanly possible because it's invaluable. Having that horse be able to swim is so great. Master Hunter, defeat all alpha animals. So part of the mysteries are fighting animals sometimes. None of these are too difficult. Uh, let me see. What was my favorite one? I think my favorite one was probably the bear in Jotunheim. I don't know if that actually counted towards this trophy, but I really liked that one. That one was pretty fun. There was, a, I think, a reindeer or a moose in Norway. That was that was actually pretty challenging. This one always reminds... This trophy always reminds me of the boar in, like, the beginning area of um, Odyssey that I could not beat for the longest time because I suck at video games. That's something you'll learn throughout this podcast series. I suck at video games. I'm terrible. So... Yeah, that, that trophy was pretty fun. Dreamcatcher, destroy 10 cursed symbols. Uh, that's part of the artifacts. You'll come up to these areas and Aver will be like, there's something wrong with this area. And you'll have to shoot this like skull artifact thingy. And then he's like, ah, oh, that's better once you destroy it. There's like a ton of these in the game. You'll get 10 before you even get halfway through the story if you're going completionist. Godly reward obtains Thor, Thor's helmet. That's part of defeating the uh, daughters of Larion. Every time you defeat one, you'll get a dagger, and then you'll go, I think it was East Anglia, you'll put the daggers and get Thor's helmet. And last, but certainly not least, worthy, wield Mjolnir. So yes, Mjolnir, unsurprisingly, is in the game about Norse mythology. I remember when this game came out, I was watching a review of it by Kinda Funny, a great channel on YouTube, great great people, go check them out. And Imran Khan, who I think now works at Fanbyte, said, there's an attack in this game where you can jump off a ledge and slam your weapon down. And that makes me think Mjolnir's in the game. He didn't look at all the hidden trophies, because this is a hidden trophy. Um, Mjolnir is in the game, and Mjolnir is actually not in the starting area, but he's in Norway. I don't know why I'm saying he. It's a hammer. Mjolnir is in Norway. And you can actually go basically as soon as you get your longship to try to pick up Mjolnir. But much like the MCU, uh, you can't because you're not worthy. In order to be worthy, you have to collect each piece of Thor's armor set. There are five in total right a hood uh chest piece boots uh helmet something else there was something else um but you get one each for defeating the daughters you get the helmet from again defeating the daughters and putting the daggers in and then you get his cape weirdly from hytham in the hidden ones bureau once you've taken out every 
member of the Order of the Ancients, except for the the father, which you have to be, you have to uh, finish the game, and I think take out all the other members. You get Thor's cape, and then you can travel back to Norway, and pick up Mjolnir. So that's it for the trophy list. I'm not going to get into the DLC trophies, uh, mainly because I haven't played the DLC yet. But there is the Wrath of the Druids, which doesn't seem all too difficult. Again, another completionist run. And then there's the Mastery Challenges, which seem a bit more challenging. It seems like people are having uh, difficulties with this one. Because you have to earn gold medals and I think like 10 challenges that were added after the game came out. But that is Assassin's Creed Valhalla and its trophy journey. Um... I loved my time with this game. I am such a sucker for the Assassin's Creed series. Once I platinum this, once they fix it, I will have platinumed every mainline Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed 1 does not have trophies, unfortunately, or I will I would go back and do that. And I mistakenly thought that if you bought the Chronicles triple pack digitally, you would get a platinum trophy. The only way you can get that platinum trophy is if you buy the game physically. And I don't even know where you would get that anymore. So maybe one day I'll run through the Chronicles games, but I don't like them as much as the normal Assassin's Creed games. But they do have their worth as 2.5D, not like platformers, but kind of puzzle games, in the kind of in the vein of like Lara Croft Go or Hitman Go. Um, but that's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I never had too much trouble with this game. None of the trophies were difficult. I know a lot of people say Overdesign 2 is the hard one. And while it is challenging, there are definitely ways to make it so much easier. Everything can be earned on the lowest difficulty. Everything can be done within the time it would take you to at least beat something like Persona or Dragon Quest. Uh, once they fix it, I'll get that Platinum, and I'm looking forward to the next Assassin's Creed game. It looks like it's going to be a live service game, which, not my favorite, although I have played my fair share of live service games. Avengers, which will be a future episode. Uh, Destiny, which will not be a future episode, because I could not get into Destiny long enough to earn like half of the trophies, let alone all of them. The Division also probably won't be a future episode, since I was playing that with friends, and... They all bailed on me. But that is the very first episode of the Trophy Review Podcast. Once again, my name is Michael, and I hope you enjoyed.